Let's get all preachy here on a special edition of Fantasy Football Today in 5. All right, we're talking philosophies, fantasy philosophies. And on the uh, Fantasy Football Today full-length show, we're going to have Jake Seeley joining us to talk about his philosophies. He's a writer for The Athletic and an old friend of the program. But right now, it's me, Adam Azer, and Jamie Eisenberg. What's up, Jamie? Ready for some philosophizing? Yeah, I'm excited to talk to Jake about his philosophy on kickers. He has a strong stance on kickers. He'll probably uh, go in depth on his favorite kicker and how soon to take one. He gives him the boot. All right, what? Uh, how, if at all, will your fantasy philosophies, strategies, whatever you want to call them, uh, change with a 17-game season? They probably won't change uh, very much at all. You know, I really haven't uh, given it too much thought, to be honest with you, about any philosophy changes in regard to the schedule. Um, but I do think it's probably a little bit more, uh, slight more attention. You know, if you, if you add an extra bench spot, potentially, you know, like we did last year with all the, uh, you know, COVID-19 concerns, um, maybe another IR spot, you know, you keep those things, but you, you, you maybe keep in mind handcuff running backs a little bit more, you know, because of the higher risk of injury because of the additional game, knowing how volatile that position can be. But that's probably the only thing I'll, I'll look at is, uh, you know, maybe paying a little bit more attention to the high-end handcuffs, the priority guys at that position. Okay, so then I'm going to ask you my second question. Then I'm, going to, then I'm going to tell you why it's related to the first question. Second question is, how will you approach the rookie wide receivers? And I ask that because rookie wide receivers, you know, a good year for a rookie wide receiver would be a top 30 finish or something. You, you do get an occasional top 12 guy. Usually you get about one top 20 guy, something like that. Last year we had three top 24 guys, and this year's wide receiver class looks loaded. So how are you going to approach the rookie wide receivers this year? We probably would have had at least one more if Dak Prescott stayed healthy with CD. No, Lander he was. Ball. He actually did finish top twenty-four. It was okay. uh, Jefferson, Claypool, and Lamb. Ayuk uh, gotcha. did not, and Higgins did not. Higgins would have probably finished right up there if Burrow didn't get hurt, though. I would imagine Ayuk, if he had played, you know, close to sixteen yep. games as well, and yep. probably points per game, he was close. Um, I'm going to, you know, look at where they land and and their situations, and I think there's a chance that there's going to be you know, three or four guys that, you know, contend to be top 24 guys as well. You know, you're looking at the high-end guys, obviously, with Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, and, you know, what those guys could potentially do. But there's, you know, a handful of other guys, as we saw last year with Higgins and with Ayuk and, um, you know, what uh, the hope of, you know, somebody like a Michael Pittman could become, you know, maybe not right away, but but down the road, you know, for dynasty leagues as well. So I, I think there's uh, there's a lot to like about this class. And if they end up in good spots where you can see, a clear path to targets. Unfortunately, uh, you know, in Jerry Judy's case, hopefully not a clear path to drops, <laughs> but, you know, a chance for these guys to uh, get significant targets and, and produce at a high level. So the reason why I think they're related is because rookie wide receivers, is, it's not uncommon. In fact, it's practically written in stone. They're going to get off to slow starts. Alarmingly slow starts, very silent. And then all of a sudden, you never know when that flip is going to switch and they just go off. It what happens. About switch is going to flip. I said Flip is going to switch. <laughs> and I'll make sure I get that right on the full leg show. Uh, you never know where they're going to go off. You get an extra week, you know, that's that's a little bit of a big deal. It makes a slow start a little bit more palatable, I think. So uh, maybe that means you could be a little bit more bullish on rookie wide receivers. I've got one more question for you. You want it to be a DST question or a quarterback question? Let's go with the thing that people actually care about, which quarterbacks. <laughs> Do you have a philosophy on how many quarterbacks you want on your team? Or if I have this guy, then I don't need a backup, that kind of thing. I think it comes down to how many roster spots you have in your league. Because if you have the ability to carry two, it doesn't hurt you to pick up one. You know, again, taking into account with the extra game, you know, you might want to have a little bit more depth at running back or wide receiver. But 
if you don't have a quarterback that you're sold on or you're looking at a guy that could blow up in his rookie year, a la, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, one of those guys, or taking a shot on a guy that could be a second year sophomore sensation, you know, maybe Tua, if uh, the Dolphins do what they're supposed to do and add another weapon and, you know, you like what the upside could be for somebody like him. But I think if you take a quarterback that you are, you know, if you're one of the last managers to draft a quarterback and let's say you take Jalen Hurts or let's say you take not last, but you know, in, in, in the end of the quarterback run, you take a Jalen Hurts, you take a Joe Burrow, you take a guy who is uh, either coming into a situation that's low unsettled or coming off an injury or whatever the case may be. Um, it's not a bad idea to take a Matthew Stafford who could be a, still a proven star to take a Kirk cousins who could still, you know, put up decent numbers to take a shot on a Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, whoever wins that job because of what the upside could be, you know? So there's always a, a, an angle to approach. We know trading quarterbacks in most of our leagues are tough and some of your leagues, they're tough, but could be trade bait, but I don't think it's a bad idea to take a second quarterback. If you have the ability to carry one, especially if your starting quarterback isn't the most secure. Yep. You just got to hope they switch the flip. All right. That's it for fantasy football today in five. So I'm looking forward to having this conversation with Jake. So check that out on fantasy football today. Follow it and stream it on Spotify. We'll be back tomorrow on FF2 and five.